A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Coming up on today's wrestling news, could another free agent be heading to AEW? Jericho is locked in with AEW for another two years. I'll bring you the updated AEW Revolution card after last night's Dynamite. And another reason that Cody Rhodes left AEW. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Phil Chambers. And this is the news. So let's talk. Uh, the day after we did the news that AEW were calming down on signing new people... Talk about the news that they could be selling, well be signing another free agent. This is according to Fightful Select. No crap. Just Sap. Sean Ross Sap of Fightful Select. Uh, revealing that uh, AEW personnel have been talking a lot about signing the brilliant Buddy Matthews. You may know him as Buddy Murphy off of WWE. Uh, this is an idea that they've had quite a few times and they've attempted a few times. I assume previously maybe the pandemics caused issues, what with him being bloody Australian. Um, but yes, he is apparently heading to All Elite Wrestling. They uh, discussed this, uh, I believe last summer was the last time they uh, approached this subject. But regardless, he uh, was obviously released as part of the budget cuts. This was sort of original budget yeah, cuts, wasn't it? Yeah. Like June 2021, uh, around that time... Um, AEW were like, yeah, we should probably pick that guy up. He's really talented. It didn't actually come to fruition. Then again, in January this year, the talk sort of began and it appears that he could well be heading to AEW. I believe he was even alluded to on the House of Black uh, promo we got on last night's Dynamite. Um, he's been able to work wherever he fancies since September with that no-compete clause. Uh, he also worked Kazuchiro Kada and New Japan's Battle in the Valley in November in what's probably his most standout match following WWE. Uh, he's a brilliantly talented wrestler. Would you like to see him in AEW, Phil? Yeah, it's a bit of a weird, this one, uh, because they definitely have a Kenny Omega at home. <laughs> yes. I joke. Uh, no, I think this has been one that, like, it's been on the cards for a really long time. I think everyone kind of expected him to just float on over to AEW when he got released on the, on the first round. Um, but yeah, obviously things have never quite uh, figured out. Things haven't fallen into place. Mm -hmm. But then... A lot of time goes by and they sign a lot more, much bigger names, no offence, Buddy yeah. Matthews. Um, and then like his sort of place and time feels like it might have passed, mm. in a way, of the time when they could have fully like took, taken advantage of. It him. feels, don't don't take this the wrong way, it feels in a similar vein to the Tony Nice signing. This. Yes, it does. Gr brilliantly talented, 
Um, but the day after the you say, oh, we probably need to calm things down a bit now. They've got a huge bloated roster. Yeah. You know, maybe you reconsider. But then again, it's Buddy Murphy. Like, I always thought WWE didn't utilise him the best. And I suppose yeah. you might get a two-for-one deal, because I'm sure he'll probably bring Rey Mysterio's daughter with him. Right? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, thing in real life, right? Definitely still dating. That wasn't just a weird storyline. <laughs> well, they never broke up on TV. Oh, no, so exactly. They'll probably married and have kids now, and that's why they've been up. <laughs> uh, but it will be an interesting one to see what they do with him and whether he can... Yeah, separate himself enough to not get lost in the shovel because I think that must be quite a hard thing to do in AEW. Yeah, moment. although I will, I will say uh, him being brought in and let's just say shoved straight into a TNT Championship match with Sammy Guevara. Yes, please. That's a main event <laughs> yeah. waiting to happen. There's a lot of really good matches. And you know, two oh five live is unfortunately no more, but they could arguably have the two real stars of that show, the best main event they probably ever had on there. Yeah. If WWE let Mustafa Ali go just have them fight each other, him yeah. and Buddy Murphy, forever. Do it right. They're great. I, I'd be intrigued to see, yeah, if Murphy can break out, you know, go through the glass ceiling, grab the brass ring, whatever yeah. metaphor you want to use, for just, just elevating himself. Because I always thought in-ring he was brilliant. I just didn't really see a lot of him, aside from dating Ray Mysterio's daughter, <laughs> in terms of storylines. Yeah, he was never given the chance. And if anyone's going to be given a chance, it's in AEW. That's mm. generally where they get these Indeed. things. Um, but speaking of AEW, someone else who's been given a chance for another two years Ooh. is Chris Jericho. Now, there's been a few sort of rumours and things mm -hmm. going around about, like, with the breakup of the Inner Circle. And he did a tweet the other day, because uh, Kevin Owens changed his profile picture to, like, five fifth anniversary of the... Uh, Friendship, festival, festival, festival friendship, friendship yeah. thing, uh, and he just tweeted, uh, "I haven't forgotten Owens. You never know when you'll see me again." And he's putting out the little teasers and things because um, it's Chris Jericho. It's yep. what he does, and so a lot of people thought, "Oh, maybe like oh, WWE are obviously looking at AEW guys yeah. now." That initial three-year um, deal of contracts that they signed back in 2019 is starting to come up. Now. Jericho's trimmed down a bit. It's fair to say. Yeah, maybe WWE move might be on the cards. Well, no, because oh. <laughs> Fightful Select, uh, Shamrock Sapp is obviously reporting uh, that while the initial three-year deal is coming to an end, they have picked him up on an extension uh, option for another two years. So he is stuck with AEW. I don't want to say stuck with AEW. He's yeah. in AEW. He is sticking. <laughs> yeah, he is staying with AEW, <laughs> uh, at least through 2023. So we've got another big long run with Chris Jericho in AEW. Yeah, you know what? I think if this story had come out, let's say, what, four weeks ago, I'd have been like, Ah, oh, more Chris Jericho in AEW is here, but he's really, you know, changed my opinion of him in recent weeks with yeah. the storyline with the Inner Circle and Santana Ortiz. For a while, I was like, oh, good, more Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston stuff. He's just <laughs> piggybacking off Kingston's success. But I think they've crafted that story really well. Uh, they obviously had the, the Inner Circle implosion on last night's Dynamite. Um, intrigued to see what he does next, because he's done title stuff, he's done stable stuff. Yeah. He's been face, he's been heel. Let us know what you you would like to see him do next. Maybe a live Fozzie concert on AEW Dynamite. <laughs> um, who knows? Uh, and if you want to know our thoughts on, on everything that went down on Dynamite, by the way, make sure you check out the What Culture Wrestling podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast from. And I'll bring you an update to the AEW Revolution card. It goes down two weeks on Sunday, <laughs> I believe yeah. it is. Uh, it's really fast approaching. The 6th of March it will happen. Uh, and I believe we're doing a live stream for it. Yes. Yes, me and so. you. Me and you. Yeah, the dream team are doing the live stream. Uh, so do join us for that one. And we have our first few matches basically being confirmed. Um, we already knew about the Face of the Revolution ladder match. Yep. Uh, another name added to that now. So Keith Lee obviously qualified last week. 
Wardlow qualified on last night's Dynamite. So and beefy ladder match. It's probably going to be Dante Martin because yes. it's Dante Martin and ladders and stuff. Yeah. But imagine if Powerhouse Hobbs <laughs> wins on Rampage on Friday. Whew. Three more men uh, to qualify uh, aside from uh, from the men's, men I've just mentioned there. Uh, we're also getting a triple threat match for the uh, AW Tag Team titles. More than likely, including the Young Bucks and Red Dragon considering how it was alluded to on last night's Dynamite against, of course, the champions, Jurassic Express. But the big story from Dynamite last night, uh, CM Punk chose the time and place, no surprise really, that he picked Revolution for his rematch with MJF and selected, as called, I will give him all the due he's deserved, as called weeks, if not months ago, by Michael Sidgwick, a dog collar match. And... Quite the kinky dog collar that, MJ, uh, that uh, CM Punk pulled out on last night's show. Yeah, just a bit. I am very much looking forward to this. If their last match is anything to go by, I think they can probably really pull off this kind of old school stipulation mm. in a way that sort of mixes the new school with the old school yeah. uh, and keeps it really entertaining. I'm very much looking forward to this. Yeah, I don't, we don't need lots of matches on Revolution no. AW. Keep it short. I just four hours max. They Maximum. Sort of, they've teased, you know, obviously uh, Cole and Pangman Page. Thunder Rosa may well be challenging Britt Baker for yeah. the title. Uh, we might even get Moxley and Danielson. Uh, Moxley responded to Danielson's offer on last night's Dynamite saying, I never really team up with someone unless I've bled with them. <laughs> so that's probably going to happen, which is going to be nice. But yeah. AW do have a tendency on their pay-per-views because they only We're come around four long. times a year to just go, all the yeah. matches! No, but it looks very, very good so quite far. quite late here in the UK. And it'll be interesting. And I want to get some sleep. Yes, <laughs> and it will be very interesting to see, Phil, if uh, CM Punk can get a consolation. I mean, he's 2-0 down. So <laughs> all it true. would be is just a, a nice, oh, thanks for well playing. Done. Still 2-1, though, isn't it? MJF did not look happy about the dog cold match. <laughs> but uh, yeah, fun. can't wait for that. Two weeks on Sunday, AW Revolution. But sticking sort of with AEW, not really, because he's leaving. I've got another reason <laughs> that Cody Rhodes is leaving AEW. Now, it's obviously, uh, we reported yesterday that there was a lot of uh, reports that money was a huge aspect of why he was leaving. Uh, Wade Keller even went as far as to say that he wanted to be one of the top paid guys in AEW. Um, and when Tony Khan looked at it and went, I don't think I can do that. Uh, that kind of caused friction, obviously. Uh, yep. But Sports Illustrated's uh, Justin Barrasso uh, has come out saying there is another reason. It's not just the money. Um, so obviously, when he started, Cody Rose as an EVP right at the very beginning, mm -hmm. um, he had a lot of power over creative and things like that. Um, and he kind of thought, he saw him being a part of the booking team as kind of like a, an uh, an homage to his dad kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, it was just a nice thing that kind of tied it all together. Um, but when um, Tony Khan decided to kind of restructure creative at the end of 2019 when things were slipping a bit. Creepers. Say. We all know what we're talking about. <laughs> Creepers at the end of that dynamite. Uh, Cody was kind of taken out of power a little bit and he lost some of the creative control within the booking side of things and that apparently caused some friction and it's because it's a side of the things that he really, really wanted to be a part of and losing the kind of control mm. over the creative uh, caused some friction and then along with the money and things, it's just, it's a few things that have snowballed and um, built up to yeah. kind of him leaving uh, AW. Yeah, I'm not really surprised by this. Like you say, money is obviously going to be one of the main factors, understandably. And I, 
I don't get when people get angry about like, oh, the good of this, no. Yeah. They put their bodies on the line. They make some yeah. money, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, for example. For a short period, they can do this. Make as much money as you possibly can. And, and if you really want some creative control, well, WWE's definitely the place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it will be interesting to see if they do give him some, because he's got all, he holds all the cards if they're trying to bring him in. I think it's time. different with AEW and WWE, because WWE, you're going to know what to expect yeah. going in. You're not going to expect full creative control of no. the night, because you've got Vince McMahon there. But when he started AEW, like with the EVP mm -hmm. position, he was probably promised more things that then got taken away from him. Yeah, I think I think situation. through chatting to the Dadleys and Andy about this as this situation's unfolded, I think they've speculated on, on something very similar <laughs> that, that, that it may well have been one of the contributing factors as well. Like you say, yeah. I think it was the right call from Tony Khan to sort of be like, ah, this is all better if it goes through one person. Yeah. I think you can easily see how much AW improved. Worked out. Yeah, yeah from that. <laughs> but understandable that Cody. Feels like, well, I came in here with one thing and now he comes telling me what to do and I don't like it as much. Very, very interested and intrigued to see where this Cody Rhodes story goes next. And in fact, myself and the Dadly Boys will be sitting down for a uh, video podcast later on today to discuss all this and potentially pitch some uh, arrivals for Cody Rhodes in WWE. So make sure you check that out a little bit later on today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And we'll move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE. Of course, we want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Reese Hart, who says, With Michael Sidgwick accurately calling the dog collar match with Punk and MJF well in advance. Yes, indeed he did. Uh, and Wilborn never getting a prediction wrong. Thank you, Reese. <laughs> never. Uh, what is the, the accurate wrestling prediction you are most proud of in your career? Uh, the one that springs to mind is I did kind of call The Undertaker's retirement. Yeah. I even called it at Survivor Series. Yeah. It all happened. It all went down that year. Yeah, he called it. Yeah. So long as he doesn't come back, <laughs> I've, I've got it right. Slight it's issue. right for now. Yeah. He's not at Mania. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Slight issue. Uh, my prediction for this year is... The Undertaker's coming back. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to wrestle, but he's certainly... That, God damn it, wrestling. Basically that weird... You and I did the. Do you and I do the live stream for it with the weird midi? Yes. Like, all the legends are in the ring. Boom! Disappear. Here's Vince. Ah, oh, let's do some electric. I didn't. It was weird. And it was I, I so just, weird. Why did they all leave? Maybe it's maybe it's less of a prediction, more of a, just a hope because I feel like 
even if he just comes in and I don't know, tombstones a fool or yeah. just just comes out and acknowledges the fans. Um, yeah, he deserves a send-off in front of people and not video screens, in my opinion. Yeah, and a weird electric ball. Thing. Interesting fact as well, we did that. You, your your taker prediction was on that video pr uh, that we did about like bowl dressing predictions yep. for 2021. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, I don't know what year it is. Um, <laughs> but we actually we have to obviously keep them pretty tight. Phil actually went on to say he's going to uh, retire at Survivor Series. That's the last we see of him. And then he's going to introduce Pitbull in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> but we had to cut that off and we thought, well, no, no one cares about that bit. <laughs> Miserable worldwide. Uh, his Lordship Dan Zimmerman brings us our second question of the day. He says, good morning, legend and king of the mic. Oh, oh there he goes. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> it's my favourite thing. <laughs> Don't give him excuses. Are we taking wages on whether or not Cody gets the dirty his father got and gets put in polka dots? <laughs> Surely not. Come on. I think there's a part of Cody that would kind of like to wrestle in polka dots. His first match, he's just going to have like a just a little gimmick that maybe he tears off. Oh, if he just has all his gimmicks and he starts with Stardust and then like takes a mask off and just goes, what if he takes smashes, a moustache off, what if takes he the mask off. Smashes a polka dot throne. Hey, there you go. Um, I think even WWE, and think of the ground this covers, aren't dumb enough to uh, mug him off just because he used to go and work over there. Yeah, they're obviously paying a lot of money for him. <laughs> that is literally cutting off your nose to spite your face, but then it's WWE, yeah. so maybe not straight away, Dan, but uh, 12 months later. Yeah, oh yeah, there's, there's definitely I think, I think I think Sid was talking about this yesterday, I believe. Uh, I would not be surprised if Cody insists on that caveat that I think they offered to the Young Bucks about like, if you don't like it, you can leave after like three months. He might be like, yeah, I know what you guys are like. I've got to tie myself down for like three yeah. years or whatever. I need this kind without of work a get out, Without a get out clause. Uh, final question today comes from Sean Acklin, who says, I don't think any commentator feels as alive about wrestling as Pat McAfee. More of him, please. Who's your current favorite wrestling commentator anywhere? Anywhere, I would have to go with Taz. Yes. He's just really good fun. Yam bags. <laughs> and that butt from AW Dark the other day <laughs> with Michael Nakazawa, where it's like just, what Taz is just corpsing, going, what the hell was that? Uh, and you've also got to give props to Wade Barrett, your best friend, Wade yes. Barrett. Yes. I'm so happy that he's. He, NXT 2.0 is what it is. Yeah. But I'm hoping <laughs> that someday they'll realise. Oh, he's mint. Yeah, he's got Let's get skills. him on a pape. Let's get him on the main roster yeah. shows and stuff. And of course, it was us that got him back into wrestling. So you're welcome. You're welcome, Stu. I can call him Stu. He's <laughs> one of my, my best friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, also McAfee. I know he's a divisive figure, but I'd rather him than Corey Graves every day. Of the oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, it Absolutely. was a very different SmackDown this week. Yeah. Uh, but the trade-off was uh, obviously he was doing Super Bowl stuff. But the trade-off also was. Brock Lesnar Hulk smashing a table on Pat McAfee's podcast. Also, did you notice the little tease that they had? Because he said, like, oh, you know, you pay 50 million, blah, 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 you can do it. And he said, oh, you're moving studios. We should smash this place up. That is a video I would watch, Pat. You want to get Brock Lesnar in and have him literally... What's the uh, the name of the, the character who runs through a wall? They're like, oh, yeah. Get him to do that. Uh, let's move on to today's and finally, and uh, you do this, you'll probably get a shout out on the and finally. Shout out to the brilliant Brandon Lewis, who took a couple of signs to last night's AEW hey. Dynamite. Of course, a Simon give this an up sign and a sign for our wrestling podcast for myself and the Daddy Boys. Uh, thank you so much, Brandon, representing us on Dynamite and Rampage. We'll keep an eye out, see if we can spot you. But uh, every time I see this, with, like I say, obviously most of the time it's Miller signs, yeah. but it is mad to think that people do that and you go, Oh, like when Danielson 
made his debut, I think, and there's a yeah, Michael Sidgwick happy birthday sign. Brilliant. Love it. Absolutely love it. It's just mind-blowing whenever it happens. It's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Huge fan. You take the time to do these, to draw them out, and then yeah. take them. It's great. Great. Love it. Thank you so much for that, uh, Brandon, and uh, yeah, let us know if you've done the same. We'll give you a mention on the news. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Let us know your thoughts on everything in the comments section below, and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Like I say, busy day today. Uh, we're reviewing Dynamite, we're talking about Cody Rhodes, and we're probably, if we have time, squeezing in a preview ahead of Elimination Chamber this weekend. Speaking of Chamber, you can follow Phil Chambers on Twitter at... <laughs> Phil My Chambers, and you can follow Adam at... Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks to Phil Chambers. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.